0: The twiglets mean a lot to me. Yeah.
1: yeah um, they do. Do not come between Mike and his twiglets. That's true. If you if you're if you're in a pub or a restaurant and don't have twiglets, uh we probably won't be drinking there because Mike will be get upset. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome to the first ever Orchard Business Podcast. Uh, my name is Graham Beauty and I have with me Mike, Mike Cochran. Mike Cochran. <laughs> the Scottish genius. It's something like that. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> For those that don't know us, um, I run two photography businesses and I'm now helping fellow creative people as a mentor. And uh, Mike here.
0: Yeah, what I do is uh, I do motivational talks and uh, help people to make money. Having said that, it's uh, uh, I show them the easy way to make money so that they don't have stress, um, they have better productivity, efficiency, and profitability. It's quite simple, really.
1: (laughs) You say it's simple, but
0: (laughs) it is actually because um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, generally speaking, we make it too complicated. If we keep it simple. And we focus on the main things that make the profit rather than focusing on profit all the time.
1: Yeah. um, Then, yeah, it takes care of itself, really. Yeah. Exactly. So it's the small details that. Is that what you're trying to get at? Yeah. It's the small details that where people don't look at, they're just looking at the figures and accountants and whatever, and they're not looking at. The, the smaller details. Well,
0: to be honest, I think a lot of people are running around in circles not knowing what they're doing. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much to do um, that, actually, if they're just focused on getting the simple things right... Yeah. And, you know, that's like, um, what do our customers want? Yeah. You know, do they go out and ask? Loads of them actually don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know that <laughs> from... Some experiences that I've talked to you about before.
1: Yeah, <laughs> cool. So, uh, just to give people an idea of what we're doing here with the the podcast. Is uh, we're generally what every two, well, hopefully every two weeks, we're yeah. discussing what's currently going on with business locally, nationally, what's currently in the news, and what we're finding from our own customers. Correct. Um,
0: you know, the whole idea of running this. Uh, is to keep you abreast of what's going on in the world if you haven't got time to actually um, mm. watch it online or
1: whatever yeah, um, and have a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. You know? We want to use our own experiences because we, we we've been meaning to do this for a while, haven't we, really? Correct. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time you come round or I meet you, we have these conversations and they end up lasting longer than two hours. Yeah. And afterwards, we're always like, well, we should, we should record this. Absolutely. Because someone listening to this might have got some tidbits, some tricks yeah. that they didn't think of. Yeah. Because we're generally talking about everything. Yeah. And guess what we do?
0: Yeah. We <laughs> do what we say we never do.
1: Yeah. Right? We do not take
0: action. Yeah. And and we've been doing that for months. Yeah. So, so from my point of view, uh I needed a kick <laughs> up the backside actually. From you, <laughs> uh, in order to 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 make things happen,
1: and that's why we're here. And That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my little uh, office viewing room. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's what do you excellent. think? What do you think of this, uh, Kent Space so far? You've, you're Kent, the one that actually introduced me to Kent Space.
0: I think Kent Space is excellent. I think the idea of bringing everybody, small businesses, together, mm-hmm. um, is awesome. You know, in in my day, which was. a well, my early days when I was a lot younger, um, there was nothing like this. You no. know. So entrepreneurs were very much on their own. Um, and they didn't know who to turn to, they didn't have people working alongside them who had the skill sets that you've got in here. I mean, you've got yeah. you've got just about everything you can think of in Kent space with all these different businesses. So if you need any help whatsoever, you've it's there. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah? Exactly.
1: Well, I never got that. No, I think it's it's fantastic, especially as more there are a lot more small family businesses, solo entrepreneurs, and they need somewhere. And there's so many different people that you meet here. I found it fantastic and fascinating. Like there's a guy, there's a chiropractor next door. Right. You know, and there's people downstairs that do packaging for big brands. Yeah. But yet they have a small office and they're based here out of, out of town sort of on the edge of town here we are in in Ashford yeah Um, and then we've got people that recycle computer equipment and people that clad buildings and people that clad buildings yeah yeah so we've got a a real eclectic mix accountants accountants obviously yeah so I think it's it's good it's good to get a mixture of people and like you said obviously I wasn't around but I can imagine it's completely different yeah it was tough
0: it was tough. <laughs> you know, we, apart from not having the people there, right, we didn't have all this modern technology. We didn't, mm. didn't, didn't have all this stuff that you guys have got. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the plus point.
1: Yeah.
0: The plus point was that we knew everything about <laughs> the product. Yeah. And you knew nothing about the product. So you yeah. had to come and see us. Yeah. Um, whereas nowadays, you don't have to come and see us. By the time you come to see us, you actually know more about the products and the services than what we do.
1: Indeed. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So, like in the automotive industry, which I was in, mm-hmm. um, you had to you had to actually go to the dealer to find out what everything was all about. Now, yeah. you just go online.
1: Yeah. You just search it online if you if you. I it, was it, i I read a statistic a while ago that something like eighty percent of people now go online to search about a product before buying it yeah it's it's a massively high percentage of people do that now yeah. and back you know years ago you'd had to rely on how good the shops were on your high street, the local dealers and stuff like that, or magazine articles i imagine, or um you know the sales reps.
0: Yeah, but in those days, I would have to say we actually were there to serve, so okay. um, it would be fair to say, um, we did serve our customers well. Yeah. Uh, now.
1: Is it I more? Think, is I it more it's all changed? Is it more sales now? You, which actually brings on what we're actually going to hopefully talk about today, which was customer service. Have you seen a, a shift over the years? Then talking about. How we used to serve people do you think people are now trying to sell too much and not actually trying to figure out what people want i think people
0: are just there to take your money mm. their focus is on grabbing money yeah <laughs> um, yeah. If, yeah 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 if, if they want to grab the money um then they might find it a bit tough yeah <laughs> um but you must experience it yourself grim you know you walk in you walk mm. into you walk into stores now nobody's there to serve you right they're there to take the money yeah yeah so one of the things that we need to do i think to sort ourselves out is to remember that we are serving our people without them we've got nothing yeah it's not it's not the boss of the business that pays the wages
1: exactly yeah. it's, it's
0: it's it's the customers yeah, so yeah. if we don't actually go out and speak to the customers and ask them what they want mm-hmm. and then deliver what they want mm-hmm. rather than deliver
1: what they think they, they want. want, yeah yeah right, then they're going to lose out it's just it's quite interesting. I think when I think about it, and I think about how I use my—the word I've been using a lot lately—is—and um, what I suggest a lot of people to a lot of people to do is—is is creating communities around what you're trying to do to serve people. Fabulous. Actually, create communities because then, if you have a community base, a group of people, then you can interact with them. You can Correct. find out exactly what they want adapt your service and products um, in line with actually what they want to benefit them. Mm-hmm. Whereas, and the technology is there nowadays, you never you used to have that too much. You can reach a whole community worldwide because of the internet, social media, anything like that. But what I see a lot of businesses do, uh, and a lady I spoke to last week um, was doing just that. She just started up her own business. Rather than interacting, communicating by using social media, she was actually using social media to put out what I would call a traditional ad. Yeah. Where she was actually putting out an advert on social media, hi, this is what I do, this is how much it costs. Uh, yeah. And when you're on social media, the whole, for me, the whole point is it's meant to be social. It's meant to be more about the people nowadays and, you know, interacting and engaging with people. I think maybe it's interesting that we now have this technology to to engage more with customers, but we're probably actually engaging less. Or the people that aren't succeeding are probably engaging less. Would that be fair to say?
0: Yeah, but to be fair, I think, well, you know, I I keep on rattling on about accountants and sales. Mm. So much as though I love accountants, (laughs) just in case Pete's watching. Um, <laughs> I, no, I do. I love accountants. Um, but I do believe that their skill sets are somewhat different to those of previous leaders um, who have been CEOs, etc. So mm-hmm. CEOs need to lead. Yeah. So they need to be good at communication. Um, they need to be good at inspiring others. And they need to be able to communicate. When I say communicate, they need to communicate effectively both internally and externally yeah. um, and to be honest, if you've got somebody who's got a sales background in that situation yeah and you've got a really strong accountant, you're made in heaven because <laughs> the accountant keeps me in check yeah yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're very much into like I said to you when I built my businesses. Um I asked them to do three things. We would provide products and services second to none. Yeah. Now to be honest, the product was Ford motor cars. I mean, heck. You yeah. know, I could have bought them anywhere. Yeah. But the level of service that we gave was second to none. It was a real experience.
1: Yeah. Right? And that's um, the so that, key word that we've always keep coming out with, isn't it? It's experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the that was the first one. Mm. The second one that was we will not overpromise and under deliver. Yeah. How many times have you actually been let down, yeah, by yeah, retailers these days? Often. Yeah. Right? And the last thing was always remember I don't pay the wages. Yeah. It's the customer that pays the wages or so make sure that the client or the customer, and yeah. um, that you look after them royally and they will look after us. Yeah. And these were the three things that were drilled into the people that were in our organization. And at the end of the day, we worked as one team. Yeah. And 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 that again is really, really important. And uh I think unfortunately, a lot of the businesses on the high street suffer from the fact that um
1: They've they, lost that.
0: They've they've lost it. They yeah. have completely lost it. Yeah. And,
1: and and I think does that come from the top? Yes. Is that a, a an organisational um, what's the right word I'm looking for community type thing? Is it the ethos of the company is completely changed? They're not being drilled down from the top in that manner anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, people come to work because they have to come to work. Yeah. They're not coming to work because they want to come to work. Yeah. They're not actually being listened to. Their voice is not appreciated. And at the end of the day, why should they ask you what you want? Because yeah. at the end of the day, the people up there are not going to do anything about it because they're not really that interested because they know what they want to sell them.
1: Yeah. They're worried about the people above them.
0: They're too busy trying to sell.
1: Yeah. Rather
0: than trying to serve.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's, I'll
0: give you a good classic on that, actually. Yeah. You know about my twiglets.
1: Oh yeah, I was about to mention your twiglet story. Yeah. Be, it would be an ideal <laughs> ideal one for this. But yeah, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. I mean twiglets, as far as I'm concerned, is a bit anal to talk about twiglets, but the twiglets mean a lot to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, they do. Do not come between Mike and his twiglets. That's true. If you if you're if you're in a pub or a restaurant and don't have twiglets, uh, we probably won't be drinking there because Mike will be get upset. I will. <laughs> no, seriously.
0: Um One of the pubs uh, that we went into uh, and and went there for for years, um, the landlord was absolutely brilliant. And he, he, you know, he was so seriously interested in you as a person and wanting to know all about how your day had gone and all the rest of it. And he was genuine. He was a genuine person, Mm. yeah? And um, unfortunately, when he left, um, yeah. uh, things changed a little bit so when I went in to get my my pint of bitter uh, <laughs> right, uh, and I asked for my twiglets yes. guess what they didn't have them but they did tell me that they had all these other things and I said well actually I would quite like twiglets and they went well this is what we've got I'm thinking well I'm not really interested in what you've got yeah. listen to what I want yeah. right?" So in any case, I went back there about five, six times. And the last time that I went in, every time was exactly the same. They just said, you know, this is what we've got. Nobody yeah, said, yeah. I'll go and get you anything. Um, so that was that. Yeah. So the last time I went in there, I said, you know what? You can keep your, your whatever they uh-huh. are, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not interested anymore. Uh, I'm going to another pub. And I did. And the reason I went to that other pub... Was because when I went in there and I said, have you got Twiglets? The guy turned yeah. around to me and said, is that what you would like, sir? And yeah. I went, yeah, it is. He said, hold on, sir. He picked up the telephone. He phoned up his supplier. He said, what I've ordered, could you add two boxes of Twiglets? Yeah. He turned around to me and he said, they'll be here tomorrow, sir.
1: Yeah. I guess where he went the next day all the day off and he didn't
0: have them <laughs> he didn't, he have, didn't them. have them so and, he was, and he was let down by his supplier he was <laughs> let down by his supplier and the thing was the thing was um, he came out I think it was two or three days later he came out and, and I was out in the garden it was a lovely day and he came yeah. out and he said uh, Mr Cochran he said there's a packet of Twiglets on the house because I let you down <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I said you know what you're ace you yeah. know how to sell yeah. And he did. He knew how to sell. Yeah, yeah. He didn't sell, he served. Yeah. And that's
1: the secret. Exactly. And then when, you, when you've been served, and I don't mean served in the American term of being served, but when you've been, <laughs> you've been served. No, I've not been served. No. <laughs> but when you have actually being served, you feel more appreciated that you want to buy from them not being sold to correct you feel a lot more comfortable and they kind of feel like you know them more yeah at the end of the day yeah yeah but you know
0: unfortunately I, I go back to the point that people are in stores and shops who are there to take your money and grab your money um, yeah. and and they're not there to serve you uh, and they're not trained they're not developed and to be honest with you they, they can't They can't afford to have the level of staff that they require to put on the floor floor to give me the service that I'm looking for. Yeah. But it's a chicken and egg situation. If they don't have the team there to actually serve me, I'll not be there.
1: Yeah. Right? It's a bit like a lot of these big stores now, electronical stores, especially, I think, is, you know, you don't have, necessarily all the answers you might have a lot of questions but there's hardly anyone on the sales floor helping out correct and they very rarely approach you you know that was one of the top when i was working in retail which one of the top criterias when the score got the, when the store got judged on a performance review with a secret shopper be the word there is was the first thing were you approached within 10 minutes or were you did you have to interact that were you welcomed into the store yeah well a?
0: you know it's funny you should say that Graham, because uh, as you know <coughs> I had an interesting experience about a week ago in Scotland so um, having um, written off my car yeah. uh, I have been going around the dealers looking at new cars yeah, uh, or new used cars new used cars <laughs> yeah and uh, it's been fascinating, you know, having been in the automotive industry as I had been for 30 years, yeah, just seeing how things have changed. Um, and, yeah, uh, they, there were some people that were definitely wanting to sell. Yeah. And they weren't interested in me. I think they had a a vehicle on their lot that had been there since 19 canteen. They thought, aha, here's a mug. He'll buy that. He'll buy that. Yeah? Yeah. Um, No. So um, they tried to shoehorn me into that. Uh, So it goes, it it doesn't matter whether it's cars, whether it's shoes, whether it's shirts, whether it's dresses, it, it doesn't matter whatever it is. If they learn to use their ears and their eyes and their mouth in the ratio they were born with. So if they ask a lot of who, what, why, where questions, yeah, and they actively listen to what the customer is looking to get, yeah, and they select that, they've got a sale.
1: Yeah. And explain how that product benefits. or service benefits the how, what,
0: who, what, why we went? Who when.
1: When. <laughs> says <it> so <laughs> much? Where they're gonna leave than I do? I always forget. <laughs> who, what, who what, why, went? Who what, went? Why, why, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, yeah. But uh, the worst ones are the people that come in and they just keep on telling me what they do. Yeah, they yeah. do all these different things. Yeah, I'm thinking, God, blame it,
1: really. Well, they're just trying to plug one product. I get that a lot. They're trying to plug one product because it's their style product of the week. Well, not and necessarily. They're, what they're I'm saying is they've got a
0: bloody hand grenade and they're, they're launching it into. Yeah. You know, when you go fishing.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, maybe you don't, but I, I don't do fish. Well, do. maybe I don't, after having broken my leg fishing, but never mind. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't, you, you don't know, stand on a slippery rock again. <laughs> no,
0: it's all to do with having, you know, the right fly at the end of your cast. Yeah. Right? So, depending on the conditions, depends on what fly you put on. Mm-hmm. um and it's a case of making sure that you're very very skilled in what you do now the alternative to that right which will probably give you a better result mm. is to have a, a hand grenade and yunk it into the into the river and just blow the bloody thing up and then you'll have all these fish coming up dead yeah, so you yeah. could if you want fed you could you, you, you could, could do t- it that way Do that way yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well that's what i'm thinking oh, it's, the whole handbrage thing, I just think of that when I go into places and you just see there, I always get pushed. They always seem to be trying to sell that certain one product every to every customer because yeah. it's their star product of the week or star product of the month, but it has no reference to actually what I want in terms of...
0: So let's just briefly touch mm. upon Graham Buley, yeah, <laughs> right? So... What is it that makes you stand out from the pack, so to speak? What do you feel you need to do, or indeed you do, that makes you who you are
1: today? For me today as a person or as as my company? As your business. As my business, um, I'm entirely customer-focused in the fact that I am very relaxed, not relaxed, but um, I have a, the way that I work my business is different to most. To any photographer I know locally, for instance, I do not charge for my services up front. All right. Okay. So I, I, they pay a deposit because obviously um, I want people to, to guarantee they got the slot. And also for me, I can't just pull out because they paid a deposit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of photographers out there, for instance, that do do that. That. They see the work that I can produce. Mm-hmm. They get to know me. They get to have the photo shoot for free. They realize the level of work and my charisma. And I can't have an off day. This is the thing like a lot of the studios that I used to work for, or people that I used to work for, they would charge a set package up front. They'll come in for the hour photo shoot, job done, in, out, next customer. Yeah, in, yeah. out, job done. It was a conveyor belt system, and I Correct. completely wanted to get away from that conveyor belt system because even as a creative myself uh, and trying to, to create photographs for them, obviously to a style that was integral to what they expect because of the business, because obviously each photographer and each studio has their own way of doing things in their own style, so yeah. you've got to be aware that the customers come... For that particular style, but it it, you just felt sucked of energy by the end of it because you're just churning people through. You're not you haven't really had the time to actually find out what they want Mm. at the end of the day. Oh, who wants a group shot with this person? Who wants to do this? And I'll freely admit, by the time you've gone for about five of those in a day, your work starts to drop. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, when yeah. you're chatting them for on a Saturday or whatever, your work starts to drop as it would do. But it's interesting you should
0: say that because um, <laughs> one of the things that I, I, I found out last week going around was how some of the salespeople in the showrooms, in the car showrooms, yeah. are having to work very, very interesting hours. Right, okay. um, and from my point of view, they have no life. Yeah. You know, uh a lot of the guys, you know, from my point of view, I thought that they would be on us on, on, on maybe one weekend on and one weekend off. Well actually, strangely they enough. Every weekend. They were working every weekend. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I'm thinking, you know, how can you actually get them performing to the level that you need to to perform at if you're gonna basically flog them to death? Um, yeah. Uh, and, and work them until they die with exhaustion. Yeah. Um, I don't understand it. Uh, obviously, I'm a wee boy learning, but yeah. You know. I
1: think I think this whole I don't know what it's going to be like in the future, but I just have this feeling that the whole standard of having weekends off, unless stores closes, unless websites don't work at the weekends. You know, unless shops shut half day on a Wednesday, I don't think we're going to go back to that way of thinking of having weekends off. The only thing really, I think, that's keeping us in that sort of five day working week, two days off, five day working week, two days off, is actually the school system, interestingly enough, because it's the only place really where that is still the case
0: but you know, they're, they're, there's lots of people talking about let's make it a four day week. Mm. Exactly. But, but I'm see, I'm seeing these guys working a six day week that they, they,
1: they get a day off during yeah. the week, you know, well, I, that's that's yeah that's just balance I I,
0: I, I just think yeah. I just think that is interesting. It's probably the best word I can. Yeah, use. I
1: don't yeah, I think it's it's going to be primarily different in the fact that yeah, six day weeks are not going to work I you know, I don't even know if that's Technically legal <laughs> if they're working in, well, if they're employed. Well, I don't know. I think that's that's not particularly right, but it might be that they're having if they're working Saturdays, they have Sunday Mondays off, or they have a, a day off during the week. I think because of technology and what the customer wants now, twenty four seven service. You got Tesco's, Sainsbury's, all those big shops working all the time, um, warehouses and Amazon. Uh, and places like that, supplying all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that's what, again, comes back to customer service, is right. what the customer wants. Absolutely. Now, I've ordered stuff on a Saturday, and it's been delivered on a Sunday. Yeah. And I use it on a Monday. Fantastic. Yeah. Obviously, you pay a premium for that, but then you expect it. Yeah. But because we're getting used to that way, that people expect it. So I, I fully imagine in years to come that people won't necessarily have that sort of, everyone has the weekend off. You know, no one does anything on the weekend. It's the family time. I can highly imagine people do have a four-day working week, which would be fantastic. But it might not be Tuesday to Friday. It might be, oh, you're working Tuesday, Wednesday. You're going to have Thursday, Friday off. And then maybe you're working Sunday, Monday. You know what I mean? I think think it's going to be a complete mix. And I actually truly believe that most people will be having more than one form of income with everything that's going on with technology going yeah. forwards and the way that again customer service and what customers expect is the fact that a lot of things are going to get automated and that people aren't necessarily just having that one job they stay in for 20 30 40 years anymore i think those days have kind of gone already mm. near enough mm that people will have, oh, I work at this company for a couple of days and then I work at this one and then also I've got my own side hustle selling prints or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are going to have various levels of income. Mm -hmm. And if both parents, for instance, in a normal family environment, both parents have two or three jobs, you can see households having five or six different forms of income, which gives them a lot of flexibility Mm -hmm. on when they want to work and also gives them Security. More control, more securities. Because if one thing goes, right. then you pull on the other strings. Right. Whereas at the moment, when people just work in one job, and obviously as the high street is going, which is another topic we're going to talk about in another uh, podcast, the way the high street going and uh, all the shops are, are moving, that once their jobs go, so many people are out of work, so many people, that revenue stream is, is gone for their household that um, it takes a long time for people to recover from that.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, As I said to you before, 2,800 and whatever it was, people um, lost lost their jobs yeah. in 2018 with these shops closing that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not not good. Not good no. at all.
1: I think that it, it brings up a new topic that we should be teaching more about business, in schools and in earlier life money management and it's funny i was talking about that last night oh really
0: (laughs) yeah we're talking about seven you know what is it that we need to do and and i was saying that i started off by wanting to help ceos with getting their mindset absolutely right as Mm. to what it is that that actually produces the profit yeah yeah um and to implement positive change why is it they're not doing that at the moment i'm saying well actually in many cases they haven't been given the tool set to actually do it they haven't been given the development and the training to do it they've just been mm-hmm. they've, they've, they've systematically gone up through the organization and landed up in the ceos so, yeah 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 um and uh So there's
1: a a lack of training at every level. Correct.
0: Yeah. And and then if you actually go back in time, you then say, okay, so that person is not actually, he hasn't got the tool, she hasn't got the tool set to do the job just now. Um, And you go back down the the learning curve, so to speak. Mm. Like I've said to you, you know, I can now look back in my life and see exactly what it was that uh, that made me who I am today. Yeah, yeah. But it took me 100%. all these damned years to actually <laughs> find it, right? Yeah, to look yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. As I was going through the whole thing, I was just going through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I can actually say, yeah, I remember it.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: this is what I did as a school kid, and at the end of the day, from what I did there, that actually caused me to do this, and then you 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 look at all these different things that we've talked Mm. about before um but yeah we go back to let's go back to basics We have babies that come along you've got babies that come along yeah yeah right uh the learning curve is probably between the best learning curve is probably between maybe six and twelve seven and eleven so i've still
1: got i've still got a lot to go there you (laughs) have well you have yeah that's a very i think it's a very impressible age as well correct after sort of six, seven, because that's when, having read up a little bit about it, I don't know, 100%, but um, from what I've learned is around about the six, seven years, that's when their their mind starts to develop a lot more. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. Because it's it's when they start processing the world. Yeah. And they kind of understand a lot more. Yeah. And though there's a lot of reputation in early years, it's fundamentally drilled in after sort of seven so that kind of ties in with what you're saying yeah
0: and by the time of seven they've got a mobile
1: yeah they've got their own little (laughs) mobile well brilliant yeah (laughs) got the whole world in their fingertips yeah they have indeed but yeah they still look at silly videos of cats falling over Uh, it's, it's always one of my favorite things i can't remember who said it but it was an interview years ago and someone asked the question if we would bring someone from olden times to modern age, right, and asked, what would they be most gobsmacked by? Mm-hmm. And the answer the, the interviewee gave was, I have a device that I hold in my phone, in my hand, it's mm. called a phone. Mm. It has all the knowledge, it has access to something called the internet, mm. which has all the knowledge mm. of the human race, mm. various different languages, all of our history, all of our knowledge, but I use it to watch videos of cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think that sums, sums things up sometimes in this modern age. As I always think about that. We have, there's so much power at our fingertips at the moment. It's still, I think internet and social media is still in its infancy. It's still got a long way to go yet. I always think of it in, in car terms. Mm. Um, we like our car references it's kind of like the internet and social media at the moment is kind of like the cars in the 50s. You know, people are trying to power along in them. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to power along. They're very powerful cars. I always think of cars uh, from American era in that time doing the the old moonshine runs. Yeah, yeah. You know, very powerful, very big, bulky cars. Lots of noise. Lots of noise. Yeah. But actually probably not a lot of control. Correct. And not a lot of direction. Yeah. And I kind of think that Fits that perfectly. Yeah, I think social media and the internet is still in its infancy. That's still... What's going to happen in 50 years? Yeah. And it's... Coming back to the whole customer service thing is, I think, that, you know, is not being... It's being used in a traditional sense rather than... A bit like TV. When TV first came out, the, the first things they put on TV was they filmed stage shows. Mm-hmm. So things like Morgan Wise, for instance, mm-hmm. that was a stage show mm-hmm. that they just videoed mm-hmm. rather than thinking of it as, right, because we have got video, we can do something a bit different mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. We'd, and then obviously recordings come in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and then obviously now we've got the programs we've got now. You cannot not produce the programs we've got now on stage because yeah. they're out on location. They're filming different bits and pieces. And the quality after Game of Thrones. Um, of video production now and documentaries is is crazily good mm. and that was the industry that I actually trained in to start with and um, it's interesting to see how that's you know TV's developed and I think social media is very much like that people are still using social media and the internet like print yeah they're, they're, they're trying to sell too much rather than actually using it as a way of communicating and 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 I've kind of gone away with what we originally said. <laughs> I can't remember what you said now about, but we've kind of, we've kind of gone away from actually using the platforms and developing what we've got to to speak to our customers.
0: Yeah, well, we need to get back to that. As I've as I've said uh, in my motivational talks, uh, mm. the the, um, the combination of the no-haired, grey-haired. Mm. Knowledgeable, experienced people like me, yeah, yeah, mixed with the new techie skills and just new thoughts
1: mm. of, of the younger generation.
0: If we combine those two together, we've got an awesome combination, exactly.
1: Which is, I think, why we have such inter- interesting conversations because we're not reminiscing on something old we're combining our knowledge on different experiences. Yeah
0: but you're absolutely right having said that it, it's really quite funny um, <laughs> that uh, if I go back to the 70s yeah mm. um, okay we d- we didn't have a computerized system as such. We had these things called blue cards. Yeah. So we we had our marketing machine was the blue cards so when you came in to us we had the showroom logs that we actually filled in all your details in yeah and we asked you all sorts of questions and then once we actually got to the stage that we we supplied you with something we also wanted to know a lot more about you as a person on that trip just throughout that whole trip we wanted to know a lot about you because we were genuinely genuinely interested in you we were genuinely interested in your family because we knew that if we served you properly, yeah. that you would go out and you would talk to the world for us. Yeah. Because we didn't have what you've got now. Yeah, exactly. So we had, we had, we had to man. get them to go and do it. Um, and and that's what we did. So we we, we did things. It's so funny because you get people now sort of saying, uh, they've sent you a birthday card or they've sent you a Christmas card or whatever. Yeah. and And you see and and they're really you know they're really, really revved up about it yeah, yeah. Um, that they, they've actually managed to send you a business a, <laughs> a, a Christmas card or, or a birthday card and and I'm sitting there going, "Wow, really, do you know what back in the old days when we had these blue cards, yeah. we filled in all the things that you've got on that computer, so we asked you what it was. About your family. So we knew who your kids' names were. We knew what your wife's name was. We knew what they did. Yeah. Yeah? We knew what hobbies they were interested in. We knew when their birthdays were. We knew when, you know, we knew when to connect.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But we
0: did it with that old-fashioned system. Yeah. Yeah. But now you've got your new fashion system. Everybody's thinking, wow.
1: Yeah. Actually,
0: we did that in the past. So... I think it's a combination of what we did well yeah and uh, and and what you can do with what you've now got
1: and the, and speed, and, the two. And speed and efficiency you can do correct. it with now you know I imagine someone sitting down in the office writing down all the birthday cards for that month took up quite a lot of time correct <laughs> <laughs> I never was there doing that no, I, have to confess. I, imagine, yeah. I did have to sign them
0: yeah I did actually have to sign, sign them. them, yeah.
1: But yeah, which was good. It's a, it's a nice touch. It's, it's those again. It's going a back to those touch. Small, small details that I spoke to right at the beginning. It's those small little things that add that personal touch. Like if I if I haven't spoken to a customer that I get on really well with and I haven't heard from them in a long time, I might just quickly just drop a message to spend that time. Um, you know, how easy it nowadays just to to, to write a comment on a post that they've put up, just say, oh, glad you're having fun, good to see you, Yeah. Sort of thing. It's, it's those little, <laughs> little things that people go, oh, just, you know, they spend no, all you, this time on social media, but they're not actually engaging with social media, yeah. engaging with their customers.
0: And you go to the networking events and people say, my name is Mike Cochran, and that is my card, right. and I think, so what? what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, instead of being interested in yourselves, be genuinely interested in others.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and, and you know, you're right. So many people want to connect on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on WhatsApp. You call yeah, it. They, yeah. They're looking to connect. But,
1: but they, they don't get yeah. it.
0: They don't get it. You know, connecting is not what what is the, the thing to do. Connecting is great. That's a good start. That's the first step. Yeah. But then you need to build a relationship. Yeah. And you don't build a relationship by just having, uh, Mike Cochran's got 2,300 followers. Whoopee. We do. yeah. Well, how many people do I
1: actually interact with, engage with? And how many do I actually know? Correct in real life and engage and know what they're doing. And now you get on LinkedIn,
0: LinkedIn's really beginning to get me annoyed actually, because now it would appear that instead of me asking you, if you'd link in with me, or you asking me if I could link in because we met, right? I think whether it's premium or what it is, I don't know what it is, but people seem to just be able to try and link in to Mm. me. And I've never met them. I've never talked to them. I've never done anything, you know. So, So I'm I'm thinking, well, great. I'm glad that you've come in touch with me. What is it I can do
1: to serve you? I get that a lot for people that... You know, because you can just randomly find people and connect with them. But you wouldn't just walk up to... Exactly. You wouldn't just walk up to a person in high street and hand them a a business card, stand in front of them, and then walk away. Correct. You would actually... Send them a message. Yeah. Hi, I such I, I understand you do this. Yeah. You know, is there anything we can do to to help you out? Correct. You know, because we do this sort of thing. You know, there's yeah. no sort of engagement. Oh, okay, that's, that's useful to know. Yeah. You know, and there's no, you get so many people trying to connect with you that don't send you a message, a covering letter, yeah. old school covering letter. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I see it. There's none of that. It's just, oh, connect. Yeah. Oh, connect hi, oh, hi, we met at such and such. It was great to meet you, you know. Yeah, um, no,
0: but it was great to meet you. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. It was great to meet you. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and, then, and then you know who they are and you kind of, you start a, another conversation online that may have started online or offline. But it's, yeah. there's no there's no that covering letter. There's just a, oh, it's just quick and easy hit connect. Oh, add as a friend on Facebook. I'm like, this is my personal page. I don't want.
0: They're wanting a one-night stand.
1: Yeah. That's that's one of the analogies you used before. I, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. They just want a quick sale in and out. They don't want a long-term no. relationship. No commitments. No commitments. No, no strings attached. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. Modern technology, in a way, is connecting us and separating us. It's too. When something becomes too easy, it gets devalued, i found. Like the thing with photography, photography is now so easy because everyone's got a camera in their pocket. Mm. It's so easy to take photographs of what you want. I think obviously, the quality is not there and whatever, mm. but because it's so easy to take photographs, people now, I have found, don't value photography as much as they used to. People don't get as many photographs as they used to printed or put in an album or they, they don't, don't show people them yeah they'll maybe put one up on Facebook or whatever but kind of and even now it's kind of done in a way of hi I'm on holiday on the beach check me out kind of way rather than and I think that's (laughs) again it's showing and selling yourself in a way rather than and being showy rather than interacting and engaging correctly yeah I have to
0: say the the, those those (laughs) Those photographs, videos of them on holiday, lying on the beach, getting a sun tan, doesn't go down very well with
1: me. It's just, yeah. The but, ones that, oh, you could be here too if yeah. you join up to my... Yeah. It just doesn't doesn't work. But You said you just had a, going back to, to your car instant, hmm. you said about um, how are you finding it with insurance companies? Because they've always been a big worry, I guess, for most people when it comes to customer service, because you don't really know what an insurance company is like until they're tested, I guess. You,
0: you're you're nicking my lines. I am, I am. You are. I am. <laughs> you you're
1: rubbing off on me. What are you doing? Yeah, but, no, yeah, no,
0: it was funny actually, because um uh the insurance company that I'm with is L V and I I just cannot speak more highly of them, um, they have been unbelievably good. Yeah. And Yeah, uh, they weren't the cheapest, um, and <laughs> as I said to you earlier this morning, it's obviously sunken. Um, you, 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 you really don't know yeah. how good your insurance company is until you're in a crisis. Yeah, um, and you need them. with LV, they have been. I mean, they could not have done any more for me when I, when I was up north. Um, last year, and I broke my leg. Yeah, I mean, they did everything. You know, it was a case of the car was fine. It was me that was not fine. <laughs> um, I, yeah, you know, they trolleyed it back down to Kent for me. Um, they they arranged all my travel for me uh, yeah. as an individual. That um, was all taken care of. Uh, I just I just think they're. They're, they're brilliant absolutely brilliant but it's so, like it's like yeah. anything graham you know the cheapest is not always the best so no. yeah
1: you, you really need to do your homework exactly so how coming back to that how can businesses starting to conclude what we've been talking about so if you've got a business that supplies something like insurance or does a basic service yeah Um, like insurance companies that you don't really know what they're like until you have to use them yeah Um, how can they really improve their customer service beforehand I think to get get, well I think to get people to like know like and trust yeah well
0: I think (laughs) um, obviously these expensive adverts on the the television look really good yeah (laughs) yeah Um, but even better than that, the testimonials are what is so important. And I mm-hmm. think that applies to any business. And And frankly, I think if somebody was to say to me, have you got a lot of testimonials on your site? I would say, no. But yeah. um, that's just because, um, you know, I, I, I'm probably fortunate enough that most people know me anyway, that mm. I deal with. So I don't have to have the testimonials on. But, mm. uh, for any business, I think you need to you need to make sure you get as many testimonials as possible.
1: Yeah. So in that circumstances, obviously, especially with insurance companies, you don't really know what they're like until afterwards. People are just price hunting, I guess. Correct. Uh, I mean, that.
0: last night I got that lovely thing called an online form that came in. Yeah. That's new technology. Yeah. And uh, I was asked Custom to fill, fill in a, a report with regard to my dealings with LV. Um, and then they asked if they could use that as a testimonial, um, yeah. and I'm happy and content for them to do that yeah. because I can't talk about them highly enough.
1: Exactly. You know, and that's what I've always done in in what I've done is if you leave the customer happy and they are excited about what they've got, mm-hmm. uh, the level of service they've got, the the end product, the end result. It might be that you're you are slightly more expensive. it might be that your your product's the same elsewhere, but it's the it's the it's the service that you provide which you mentioned at the beginning that people will then talk about. I always think of it as you don't necessarily when you're buying a product ten years later you don't necessarily remember the price so I reckon probably in five or six years' time you probably won't even remember the 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 price of what you paid LV for the insurance for that year or whatever, no. if, you, if you can remember now. But you remember the feeling, you remember feelings a lot stronger than, and emotions a lot stronger, and they last longer than remembering facts and figures.
0: Those people, as far as I'm concerned, go to work with a purpose. And I'm talking about at all levels. Mm. Those people go to work with a purpose. They know what it is they're going to work for. They go to work because they want to go to work, not because they have to go to work. They go to work because they feel valued. They go to work because they're trained and they're developed in their role. Yeah. Right? They're proud to represent the organization that they actually represent. Um, and that is fairly unique mm. and um, you know from my point of view working with <clears throat> businesses that is what I want to ensure that I can help people to get to that level where if they get to that level their profitability is going to go through the roof their productivity and efficiency is going to go through the roof mm-hmm. yeah right their stress levels are going to be down Right? And when yeah. I say their stress levels, I'm not just talking about the, the the CEO. I'm talking about everybody within that organization. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got all that, you retain key people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is so important and so costly to lose good people. There's not a lot of good people with respect. Yeah. There's not a lot of good people out there because guess what? They've not been trained,
1: trained. and they've yeah. not been
0: developed. It's not their fault. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not a lot of good people out there. So if you've got good people, hold on to them. Yeah. The profitability will come if you get the basics right, which takes us back to what we talked about at the beginning.
1: Exactly. Look after your look after employees, and they'll look after your customers.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. People are the most important thing in your business after plan. Yeah. Yeah. Get your plan right. Make sure that you you really do focus on people internally and externally exactly
1: yeah? i think that's a, a <sighs> great conclusion for our i think our first podcast really yeah is to conclude if for for you as a business owner or someone that is headed of a department that have people underneath you mm. if you want those people to to work efficiently and offer the best customer services uh, customer service available to your customers rather than trying to to whip them into shape and push them towards numbers, is actually get to them on more of an emotional level and find out what they want and look after your people.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't lose sight of profit, because without no. profit you've got nothing. But yeah. what I'm saying to you is stop focusing so hard on the profit. If you look at the planning, if you look at the people and you put it in that order, right, then you can start looking at your products and your services, and you can look at how you process things and promote things. Do these things right mm. it's 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 again, going back to what we talked about at the beginning. get the basics right, right. and you will be truly successful. That first business that I bought was losing six figures in nineteen eighty two right mm. within twelve months we as a team yeah. of 45 people turned that around from a six figure loss to a six figure profit why because we were all on the same page yeah we knew what we were doing we knew why we were coming to work we had we had fun it's a bit like in sport you know at the end of the day if you if you're going to win let's celebrate and enjoy yeah, yeah? yeah if we lose let's get into a huddle let's be adults about it and let's talk the whole thing through and take the right steps to make sure we don't make the same mistakes in future. Again, yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent, brilliant. I think that's a great conclusion. <laughs> okay, right. It's uh, <laughs> as always. It's been fascinating having a chat with you. <laughs> well, and, likewise, uh, touche. Uh, yeah. And uh, we'll. I'll look forward to. Hopefully, in two weeks' time, we'll, we'll get another one in. talking about we've been discussing a lot about the high street recently haven't we
0: yeah the high street concerns me um, uh, if we need to have a strong high street and we don't have one at the present certainly not in the area that we live in mm-hmm. um, and <clears throat> uh, it would be it would be great to explore how we could actually um, maybe improve the high street mm-hmm. um, but it's hard it's hard I mean you know with the online systems that we've now got, with people buying online, etc., it is hard. But it's like anything, Graham. What, mm. I, what I keep on saying to people is, if you can't dance, get, get off the, the dance, dance floor. floor, right? Yeah. Now, there's too many people that are stuck in their old ways yeah, and they're saying, no, the high street hasn't changed. The yeah. high street hasn't changed. I'm not going to change because, you know, this is what I've always done and this is what what you need to do in the future, right? Those people
1: are going to be history, yeah? Yeah. So, and as you can tell, (laughs) Mike's incredibly passionate about this topic. We have been discussing it for a while, so I'm going to stop you there. Good. Because I I know what you're like. You'll get on a roll and (laughs) we won't have anything to say next time. Correct. Cool. Well, listen,
0: it's been good. It's been really good, uh, as as you say, uh, to sit on the sofa and uh, have a chat. Hash this out. Uh, yeah. And I hope that those that are listening have enjoyed uh, the podcast. And hopefully you'll tune in to the podcast in two weeks' time. As, as Graham said, we, we, we plan on doing these every two weeks. And um, we would like to get your input. Uh, that's the most important thing to us. Yeah, uh, We need your feedback. We need to know what it is that you would like us to debate um, and what you think about how we debate.
1: Yeah, and, and what problems and issues are you guys having that, that we might be able to, to point well, you in the right direction, give yeah, you a yeah. bit of help and maybe a few tips. Yeah, we, you know, we, we don't see this as just two guys on a sofa. We, we want to get this ball rolling, as it were, and, and help as many people... As possible, which is why we started this. Correct. Um, so, so, on that basis, it's good up. night from me. <laughs> it's good, night
0: good night from you. From you. <laughs> <laughs> is that because I mentioned old TV?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Okay.